Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. You're listening to Linux in the Ham Shack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode number 240 of Linux in the Ham Shack. Uh, we are all glad that you have tuned in tonight. I am your host, Russ, K5TUX. I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, NE4RD. Great. We're all here, and you're listening to the most terrific amateur radio and open source podcast on the Internet. It's a quantifiable fact. So uh, we're going to talk about, since this is our Thursday show, uh, some interesting things coming up, some contests for this week and next week some special event stations some things you can do in amateur radio and things you can do in the open source world and then we're going to dive on into hedonism and talk about food and liquor and fun and all kinds of things like that so it's going to be a really good show and we thank you for tuning in so up first we're going to talk about some amateur radio stuff and up on the docket at the top we have some contests so bill what kind of contests do we have coming up? Well, we got two good ones coming up this weekend. I mean, there's always more than the ones we mentioned, but uh, the two big ones are uh, the North America QSO Party, the NAQP CW edition. We just had the Rudy one in the last uh, podcast. And the CW one is this weekend, August 4th to August 5th, uh, 1800 Zulu to uh, 0559 Zulu, which basically means it's Saturday. <laughs> and uh, it's a, again, it's a 10-hour single op or a 12-hour uh, multi-op. Uh, it's a 12 hour contest window. So, uh, if you want to, uh, work like the beginning and end and you're a single op, you know, you need to have 30 minute breaks in there, uh, to, uh, peel off the extra two hours. So go have a sandwich or something like that. Uh, but the, uh, objective, of course, is to work as many North American stations as possible during the contest period. HF bands only, no work as usual. This one is, uh, good because, uh, you, uh, you can only qualify in a category if you're running 100 watts or less. So uh, no no amplification unless you're uh, QRP and amping up. So uh, there you go. There's low power and QRP. That's that's your options, and everybody else is a check log, I believe. Um, you can check out uh, that link in the show notes. Also, we have the ARRLs, 220 hertz, 222 megahertz, 222 megahertz, <laughs> and up. Distance, distance contest. I guess that's how far you can throw your antenna. Uh, it's uh, 1800 Zulu August 4th to uh, 1800 Zulu August 5th, so a 24-hour window. And, of course, the objective is to work as many stations as possible on the 222 through 241 gigahertz bands. I'd like to see how many contacts they get up there. Uh, using any allowable mode, so you can FT8 your way as long as you want. Uh, the station or the specific grid locator must be contacted from the same location only once per each band. Uh, regardless of mode, and this one does use the uh, six six character um, grid square locator, so you need to have your full location. So make sure you have that already figured out before you plant your antenna or park in a parking spot. And of course, you can find that link uh, on the show notes as well. 
Next week, we have uh, a big one, the Worked All Europe DX Contest, the CW variety. And that one runs uh, zero Zulu all the, uh, on August 11th through uh, 2359 Zulu August 12th. So a big 48-hour window for contesting there. And uh, HF bans on this one, and they recommend using the IARU uh, contest preferred segments. Look those up if you don't know what those are. And, of course, this is on HF bans and no work. So uh, links in the show notes. Do you want to do the special event? I can do the special event. And it just occurred to me, you want to hear a bad joke? Sure. Okay, well, it just occurred to me that we talk about the fact that most of these contests, if not all of them, don't allow you to operate on the work bands, right? Right. So that means you can't work the work. You can't work the work? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that's bad. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I told you it was bad. I, I prefaced it appropriately. Yeah, I, I, so, I had a feeling that it was going to be something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Cheryl, do you have the Etherpad up? Do you want to read the special events? Uh, I sure I can. Okay, because there's only one. So, well, yeah, there's only one. Well, so. no, there, there's probably more than one, but we're only going to we, talk we, about. Yeah, one. we're only going to talk about one. So, uh, for the special events, there's worked all capitals, August 9th through August nineteenth, sixteen hundred Zulu to zero Zulu, K nine S K R K W nine I and W nine V. That's K nine K. Just what I say. K R K. Oh, okay. KRK sorry. in Cincinnati. <laughs> I think it's WKRP. But WKRP. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so let, let me just redo all of that. So no, you don't have to redo all of that. We'll leave the fun stuff in. Okay. Just, just blow your font up a little bit more. Oh, I did. I okay. Did. All right. Sorry, I'm reading this off my phone. <laughs> that's fine. So. Okay. So anyway, uh, commemorating the three communities that have served as capital cities for the state of Illinois, uh, self-addressed. Uh, excuse me, self-addressed stamped envelope for QSL. Work all four stations, receive a certificate, work this event, and receive, and receive five bonus points towards the Illinois 200 QSO party. Uh, information is at k9ham.org, w9cwa.net, and sbrc.org. All right. Very good. That sounds kind of interesting, and that's probably going to be pretty easy to work. I would assume that if you have any kind of direct line into Illinois, you could probably get all of those stations pretty easily. Yeah. And it's a uh, 11 day window. So you got plenty of time. Yeah. Well, no, it's 10 and a half, right? 1600 Zulu on the 9th to zero on the 19th. Well, it's 11 actual days that you can operate right. a few okay. hours a day. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to announcements, which we have none. So that's mm. easy for me. And then the Linux in the Hamshack Ham Radio Challenge for the Fortnite. And yes, I did say Fortnite. This Again. is N I G H T, not N I T E. Just. Fortnigget. Yeah, well, I have a question to Bill about Fortnite when you get done with okay, this. Okay, well, so. we'll talk about this real quick so okay. it's easy. And the LHS Ham Radio Challenge for this upcoming 14 days period is listen to or make a contact via satellite. So there you go. We've been talking about satellites a lot, so get involved with satellites. Okay, now what were you going to ask Bill? Oh, about? Apparently there is a... I saw this on Facebook the other day, and if Bill hasn't seen it, I'll find it again. Apparently there is a thing on Fortnite where um, you can go over to the edge, I guess, where it's uh, like you'd fall off the world or whatever. And apparently uh-huh. build stairs and use a, an ATV type thing to get up the stairs. And apparently there's there's something down at the bottom you need to retrieve. Did you know anything about that? 
Oh, I haven't heard about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll go find it. So it's probably some special gun or something. Yeah, it's something special. Yeah. So all right. So apparently, this has become Fortnite in the Ham Shack. There you go. Well, Bill plays Fortnite. I know. I know. I think that's my (laughs) fault, actually. Pretty sure I mentioned it first. Yeah. Yeah, Well, so it's all your fault. Yeah, I actually, I actually watched the uh, Battle Royale, the movie. Have you ever seen that? No, I've not actual, seen like, that. Jap- Japan flick or whatever that kind of started everything. It's, no. uh, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. You should watch it. How long is it? Probably uh, two hours. Ah, it's not two hours now. Maybe an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I might try and check that out. It's not like I don't have a long list of movies to watch at this point. So we're going to move on to open source for the next 14-day period. We're calling it this weekend in open source, but it's actually the next two. And the first thing we're going to talk about is a distribution to try. And this is a distribution you can try if you're interested in setting up a personal firewall on your network. There are lots of Linux and BSD-based distributions specifically for firewall and security purposes. And this one is called IPFire. IPFire is a Linux distro that focuses on easy setup, good handling, and high level of security. It's operated via an intuitive web-based interface, which offers many configuration configuration options for beginning and experienced systems administrators, or just home users if you're so inclined. IPFire is maintained by developers who are concerned about security and who update the product regularly to keep it secure. It ships with a custom package manager called PackFire, and the system can be expanded with various add-ons, and they also sell appliances that run IP Fire as well, if you want to go that route. So a link to the IP Fire distro will be in the show notes. And if you're security-minded and want to be able to track your traffic on your network and do proxying and filtering and all that kind of stuff, you might want to check that out. So that's all we had as far as distros to try. Maybe we can talk about events to, th- to go to, uh, open source events, of course. Um, Bill, tell us about this one that's over in the UK. Yeah, we have AugCamp over uh, August 18th through the 19th in Sheffield, uh, UK. AugCamp is an unconference celebrating free culture, free and open source software, hardware hacking, digital rights, and all manner of collaborative, uh, collaborative cultural activities, and is committed to creating a conference that is inclusive as possible. If you've got a story to tell, no matter how you, you know, no matter your background or current status, whether it's your first talk or if you've loads of experience, as long as the talk is connected somehow to our theme, then we want to know about it. And uh, that link is in the show notes. All right, excellent. We hear a lot about Og Camp from G Seven VRI, and we're yep. always happy to talk about it. And one of these days, I hope to actually go over there and be able to experience it. Maybe someday. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next one we have on the list is FOSCON, which is August 25th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's a free and open source software conference held annually there. It brings together users of free and open source software from a wide variety of fields. Uh, attendees include students, systems and network administrators, developers, executives, and more. Attendees come from around the world to participate in talks, learn of new technologies, and visit sponsors and FOSS projects represented in our exhibit areas and a link to FOSCON will be there in the show notes so if you've got time and you happen to be in philadelphia on the 25th of this month go ahead and check it out so we got one more that means uh cheryl can read this one yeah yeah you knew it was coming i I was looking for the Fortnite thing for bill well you can look at that later (laughs) all right whatever (laughs) 
It doesn't so, have to be part of the show. All right, all right. All, all right, right, all right. <laughs> so the last one we've got on the list is the Open Source Summit North America. It's August 29th through 31st in Vancouver, B.C. Uh, Open Source Summit North America's leading conference for developers, architects, and other technologists, as well as open source community and industry leaders to collaborate, share, or excuse me, collaborate, share information, learn about the latest technologies, and gain a competitive advantage by using innovative open solutions. Over 2,000 will gather for ASNA in 2018. And more info is in the show notes. The awesome Asna. Yeah. All right. Check that out. I'd like to visit British Columbia sometime. That's another one we could probably try and make our way to eventually. It's probably not that far from you, Bill. Uh, no, it's probably like, uh, I'd say maybe a 12, 13 hour drive, maybe. Oh, really? Something like that. Even from there, so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like 10 over to Seattle and I think it's three up from there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe two. Maybe two you could still do it though. You, you could do it in 10 hours, I bet. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, the way he, I drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Because <laughs> I don't stop. <laughs> All right. So our yeah. open source challenge for this fortnight is for you to do something useful to the open source community, which is find a way, uh, whether by VPS or on your own servers, if you have the wherewithal to do this, set up an uh, open source torrent seeder and seed valuable open source projects like some of the ones we're going to be seeding ourselves here pretty quick like our own projects uh so right now linux in the ham shack has torrents of archives of old episodes uh, which are out there in the uh torrent verse i guess if you want to call it that Uh, but we'll also be seeding the lhs distribution here pretty quick and there's lots of other i say there's there are lots of other open source projects, including distributions like Ubuntu and so forth, that are available via download by Torrent. So you can help out the community by seeding those and allowing people to have better access to them and download them faster. So if that's something you can do, you should do it. Bill is a halfway point between here and Vancouver. Literally. Literally? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's a thousand miles from his house there. It's 2,083 or something from here. So All right. So we may not be driving to Vancouver. All right. So let's get off of the amateur radio stuff and the open source stuff. And let's talk about some fun stuff. So this week in hedonism, we're going to kick it off with Cheryl's recipe corner. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <clears throat> what, yeah. Do you, what do you got for us to munch on? Well, today we have one pot teriyaki chicken and rice because Russ hates washing dishes. I- you know me too well. Yes. After 18 <laughs> years, I figured something out. So anyway, for this, we need uh, vegetable oil, skinless chicken breast, salt, on- uh, green onion, red bell pepper, chicken broth, teriyaki stir-fry sauce, uh, uncooked long-grain rice, and some snow peas. Wait, long-grain rice? What's that about? I thought the Orient was all about short-grain rice. Not necessarily. Okay, just checking. So, anyway, um, you... Cook your chicken in some oil in a pan, and then add broth and rice and etc. And after you know thirty-ish minutes, you've got dinner. The recipe will be in the show notes. Have you made this before? No, I have not made this before, but I'm making it soon. Trust me. This is this has been on my to-do list for a while. So, all right, it sounds interesting. All of the you know, ingredients, including their specifics and the directions on how to make this, of course, will be in the show notes. Yes. So you want to check that out. And it's, uh, uh, so you 
pre-cook the chicken. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. Cute. You put the you put the chicken in the pan and cook it, and then cook everything add, else on yeah, top of it. Add add your rice and your broth and everything. Right. And so you could cheat, and you could like just throw in pre-cooked. Or, yeah, yeah you could. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You want to yeah. be even lazier than lazy because <laughs> this is already the lazy man's, yeah. you know, recipe. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can one up you. I, Come on. I am a compound laziness expert. So. I'm just that good at it. Yeah. So there you go. And if you want to be super lazy and not cut up any vegetables or anything, just go buy some stir fry ve- frozen stir fry veggies and dump in there. Yep. There so, you go. You've yeah. got oh, dinner in minutes. Yeah, about thirty minutes. You yeah. from start to finish with, with little to no effort. So there you go. Yep. See, if you had had this recipe an hour ago, Bill. You'd have already had your dinner sorted out for tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to buy Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, we don't eat at Wendy's. And I'm, I don't know why we don't eat at Wendy's because either. we've we just had a couple of bad experiences, and we're just like, well, yeah. one specific though, I can remember. Yeah, but I've had a bad experience at Taco Bell, but I still eat there. <laughs> well, I had a bad experience at. I just will never go back to right. that Taco yeah. Bell. Again. <laughs> I had a big bad experience at Steak and Shake a long time ago. But I finally He's got finally over, that. over it. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm still not sure that that was that was steak and shake. It, it may not have been. I, but I think you were truly when, sick, when things so. happen contemporaneously, you just kind of associate them together. So yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. easy to do that. All right, so moving on, we're going to jump into my drink corner for tonight, and my drink of choice for tonight, which is in the bottle sitting next to me, is a Speyside Scotch called Ben Riach Ten. You got to get the uh, you got to get the Scotch. <laughs> in there do you do you need a kleenex or something <laughs> yeah yeah wipe yeah. yeah. the microphone off please, at least please. when you get to drink these and and this is why yeah, I exactly talk to other people you <laughs> catches can catch all the spit clear out slobber. the throat and everything and that makes it taste better so as i said before this is a space side which is typically a region that i'm not really you know comfortable with i don't really enjoy it that much because of the flavors but we're going to make an exception tonight for Ben Riek 10. It's very, very good. Uh, the color on it is a light honey color, and it's it's much lighter than most of the others we've seen. And it says right on the bottle up here at the top, no added colors and non-chill filtered, which is great to see that at the top. And so you know that this is actually the color that's infused from, you know, soaking at least 10 years in wooden barrels. And there's nothing to uh, augment it, which means it's all natural, I guess, if you want to call it that. Organic. <laughs> you know, don't start me on that because everything is organic. <laughs> all right. So what we will do, though, is start on the nose. And the one thing that you'll take away from this review, I hope, is that Benriac 10-year-old, which is 10-year-old, which is about the minimum that they'll put on an age statement for Scotch whiskey. There are some shorter ones coming out. There are some like eights and fives. But um, it used to be that 10 was like the youngest before they would uh, start putting a number. So usually when something is young, it's not terribly complex. This works for whiskeys and humans. Um, but in this case, this is a very precocious human uh, because it's a rather complex 10-year-old. Uh, the nose on it has lots of flavors. Uh, there's lemon and other citrus, probably like grapefruit. Um, there's butter toffee, which I don't think I've described butter toffee in any of the other whiskeys or scotches that I've tried. Uh, there's nutmeg, almond, cheers, (laughs) uh, cinnamon, gingerbread. Did I say gingerbread? I don't think I did. And then earlier when I added some water to this, 
Uh, it also added the nose of sea air. You actually got some of the, the salt and brine out of it with a little bit of water. Unfortunately, water in this changes the characteristic of a lot, changes the characteristic a lot, and you lose a lot. So I would recommend if you're going to drink this, don't add water to it. Uh, and on the taste, you get all kinds of stuff, crazy stuff. You get citrus again, green apple, um, fried banana, pear, brown sugar. You get a barley note, fairly strong barley note, uh, caramel. Some people might call it like a creme brulee or a burnt caramel or burnt sugar, um, pepper spice, and vanilla. And when I added water to it, I also got a sense of fig and lemongrass. But unfortunately, the water kind of muted some of the other flavors. So again, I'm saying don't add water to this. Just drink it the way it comes. And uh, so this is excellent. For a Speyside, it's definitely one of the best Speysides I've ever had. And it's a young Speyside, which makes that unusual. And it's also relatively inexpensive. Um, we paid $45 a bottle for it. I think I've seen a little bit less, around $40. Uh, so that's what you're going to pay for this. And I am going to give it a very, very high rating because it's excellent. And I've had like three glasses of it so far. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 95 out of 100. This is ranks right up here with my highest, you know, rated scotches of the Isle of Variety. I think I gave um, Lack of Woolen 16 a 96. And I think that's the highest I've given out. So usually you give them like mid 80s. So. When it comes to Speysides, generally speaking, yes, that's true. But this Speyside is truly exceptional. And if you uh, have $45, you should definitely go get some. So anyway, there you go. That's Benria 10. Betting on the microphone. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Bill. Tasty. Tell us what you're drinking tonight. Well, I'm drinking a hand cannon IPA. Why? Because I <laughs> IPAs. That's it. Uh, no. <laughs> this one's from Iron Horse Brewery in uh, Ellensburg, uh, Washington. So it's out of Washington State. Has 6.8% ABV and it's 60 IBU. So a little bitter. Um, the funny thing about this, besides it tasting excellent, uh, it's got some random stuff on the can <laughs> that says, uh, well, one thing it does say, it says you're welcome at the top because you're going to, you know, cause you're going to say thank you for giving me such a great <laughs> beer. Uh, they say, they say it's a mega blast of hops or something. Uh, it's best paired with excessive enthusiasm <laughs> and neon and that down in the small print, the fine print, it says, this hop-filled IPA is an explosion of tropical and citrus flavor and aroma. It's like hold, holding a Roman candle, but better, because you can drink it, and it won't start your backyard on fire. <laughs> so so there you go. You can't have a better recommendation than that. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a new one out here that I've seen. It uh, comes in a, a little six-pack uh, in a box, you know, the box-style six-pack. So it, it was kind of yeah on the bottom shelf and... Wow, what is that? I haven't had that one before, and uh, so yeah, I had to get it, and I, I just picked up another six pack today, so it's uh, it's pretty tasty stuff. And uh, I also want to do a movie recommend, which I normally don't do, but uh, my wife is uh, they're working on their common read for uh, the freshman for next year, and so we're which is uh, Radium Girls, which is an excellent no novel about uh, the uh, the girls used to uh, put uh, the radium on the watch dials yep. in the factory, and uh, um, good read. Uh, so we watched a movie. We're trying to find a movie to pair with it. And we watched uh, Silkwood last night. And this is from 1983. 
And this is about a worker in a plutonium uh, processing plant that is purposefully contaminated, psychologically tortured, and possibly murdered to prevent her from exposing worker safety violations at the plant. And uh, this one had Meryl Streep, Kurt Russell, and Cher. And uh, if you haven't seen Meryl Streep in when she was younger, <laughs> it, it just it, it totally blew you away. I mean, <laughs> it's it's so it's so funny seeing her that young when she's so popular in the movies now, but you can only think of her as this, uh, you know, right. great old lady. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so I was like, you know, this movie's be great for the college kids. Cause you know, they've probably only seen if they've even seen anything movies with her now as right. an older wow. person. Yeah. Very recent last 10, 15 years or whatever. I was like, this one is just very, it's very interesting. Cause it's, it's just old enough. And, uh, you know, it's close enough to the story, uh, and, you know, it touches on points on like LGBT and it touches on the, you know, working with radiation and stuff like that. So it's got a quite a few little, little interesting, uh, little, little notes to the movie. Um, plus it was, it's pretty entertaining. It's, it's a pretty good movie. So, uh, if you haven't seen that one yet, uh, you know, it, it's probably out there on one of those streaming channels or something like that. If not, uh, it's probably a cheap rental. Well, I remember Silkwood. That's a movie I have seen a long, long time ago. That that time of my life, in my mid-teens, when that movie came out, is when I was watching a lot of movies. And I remember seeing Silkwood. And yes, it's excellent. So if you want to jump back in the archives, because 1983 is a long time ago now. That's a 35-year-old movie. So hard to believe yeah. sometimes. But yeah, go ahead and check that one out. It should be really good. And if we're going to get into movie recommendations, I'm going to start doing that myself. No, I'm a- no. No, not today. Not today. <laughs> I only mentioned because I just watched it last night and I thought it was uh, it was pretty it. good. Oh. I've seen it before. I saw it. I saw it probably yeah. back in the eighties. Um, but uh, yeah, this is like the first time I remember seeing it recently. So I was like, oh. cool. All right, so we're going to finish up the episode tonight with a musical selection. I did find this uh, great little piece of music. It's only about three minutes long, just a hair over three minutes long. And it's by an artist called Quentin Hanape, I'm going to guess, or something along those lines. Um, and he is a reggae artist out of France. And this is off an EP that he released in May of this year. And it's it's topping the charts over on Jamendo, and rightfully so. Uh, this is a great piece of music, and some of the other ones I listened to were also excellent. So this is the track called Raise Your Voice by Quentin Hanape. Uh, from his EP, Quentin Hanape. And we got this off of Jamendo, so you can check it out there. So we'll listen to it now. Here's Raise Your Voice. From the bottom to the top, top, top. Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop. We're going to the top, top, top. Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop. It's gonna be all right. Feel what I say Get involved in the fight Learn how to play We have faith in our dreams And direction You know we're going upstream And cross the ocean Cross the ocean Oh, from the bottom to the top, top, top Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop We're going to the top, top, top Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop I'm like a rope dancer Keep moving not too fast I'm searching some answers Where can I find it all? Give my message to you Feel it in there 
make it stop, stop, stop. We're going to the top, top, top. Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop. Happiness come from inside, don't search it out. Easy to understand what I'm talking about. Don't let nobody turn off your light. Stand for what you believe in, live it over evil. Let go of the bad thing and fight for your freedom. Don't wait for a better season. From the bottom to the top, top, top Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop We're going to the top, top, top Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop AK-47 Nobody better A desire ever Don't let blood flow like water A peaceful change is real Don't listen, there's slogans For your faith and dreams We too much for their guns From the bottom to the top, top, top Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop We're going to the top, top, top Raise your voice, make it stop, stop, stop was Raise Your Voice by Quentin Hanape, French reggae artist. Uh, and that EP was released in May of 2018. So very good stuff. And the other tracks on that EP, there are five of them, are all very good. So you should check it out. All right. And we are down to the end of episode number 240. So I guess we're going to wrap it up and you'll have a couple of weeks worth of stuff to do and enjoy until we do one of these episodes again. And then we'll be recording episode number 241. This coming Monday, which is the 6th, 7th, August 7th, 6th, something like that. Anyway, you'll figure it out. Yesterday was the first. Right. Well, all that information, of course, is on the website at lhspodcast.info. And the outro has all the information you ever really ever wanted to know about the show. So if you don't know something about the show, just listen to the outro. It's all in there. And we will catch you the next time we do this. So for now... This is Russ, K5TUX. And I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, NE4RD73. Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the program by visiting the LHS Patreon page of patreon.com stroke LHS podcast or using the contribute link on the website. Get in touch via social media. The show has a presence on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, Discord and YouTube. Or you can drop an email to info at lhspodcast.info or record a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the IRC channel, LHS Podcast, on the Freenode IRC network. Also visit the online merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable LHS merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a Linux convention or ham fest. Email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info or visit the website for details. 
The podcast is recorded live every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Connect to the stream at stream.blacksparrowmedia.net colon 8008 stroke LHS live. Until next time, over and out. in the ham shack and the linux in the ham shack logo are released under a creative commons attribute non-commercial no derivatives 4.0 international license